Hey guys, welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Bill Simmons' Book of Basketball 2.0 podcast is officially out. This new podcast extends and reinvents his New York Times number one best-selling book from 2009 and breaks down the NBA's most important games, players, and teams. Starting with Steve Kerr in the premiere episode, Bill's using new commentary and fresh interviews to determine how the league has evolved and where it's headed. The first four episodes are out now wherever you get your podcasts and will continue on a weekly basis. Check out The Book of Basketball on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're going to talk about celebrities still on their BS. Mm-hmm. Not Bill Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're doing some streaming recommendations, which yeah. is fun. And we're asking 10 questions about Katy Perry's Egyptian birthday I had so many more, I really had to shave it down. <laughs> but we'll see. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics, no matter what. And now, let's spill that tea. Great starting off this week. We're doing Tea Time Checks in with Amelia. Start this off strong. Go ahead. <sighs> okay, so you know Taylor Swift for her reputation tour she took she there's a whole meme that was like please welcome to the stage and it was she'd bring up just like the most like Joan Baez got an invite <laughs> like I think Julia Roberts got like just mm-hmm. the most random yeah. famous people like it just she put names in a hat drew them out anyway Jane Fonda iconic actress activist who is like in her 80s she has one up Taylor and she's like you know what I'm taking people on a tour, but we're also getting fucking arrested. Yeah! <laughs> for the environment, for climate change. Um, yeah, so Jane Fonda has been protesting, and she's been taking her famous friends. So the first week, she took her uh, Grace and Frankie co-star, Sam Waterston, and they got arrested protesting, I think, on the Capitol mm-hmm. uh, for climate change. And the next week, she took uh, Ted Danson. Yes! <laughs> iconic actor. He is also married to Mary Steenburgen. I and love her. She's great. And they were in book club together, uh, or her and Jane. And what I love is that they still have like book club, like cast reunions. Like they'll share on their Instagrams. It's <laughs> just if you want a good follow, Jane Fonda, Mary Steenburgen, Candace can't be Bergen, beat. It's great. So yeah, and then she had Catherine Keener, and Who I also love yeah, and Patricia Arquette the next week, and we're all just speculating to see who she will invite next. Right. So tomorrow, when this comes out, will be her fifth. She calls it Fire Drill Fridays. Right. On getting arrested on Capitol Hill with her protests. <laughs> it's so incredible. I truly can't wait to see who else gets arrested with her. I just want to say Leonardo DiCaprio, like. You're a big climate change guy. Step up. Step Seriously. Up. All you've done was a picture with that Swedish girl. Right. Greta Thur- <laughs> sorry. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She deserves more than that. I apologize, yes. Greta. You're an icon, too. Leo, put your money where your mouth is. Yes. The next thing we're checking in with, celebs still on their bullshit. We're doing a lightning round. We're not going to give this any more time than just a quick blurb. Okay, Kate, yes, want to start These us? are things that we don't want to engage with, but we feel like we have to talk about. We have to address it People in some that, like, way. People like, we really just are <laughs> still on their bullshit and we don't want to talk about. Right. First up, Chris Brown had a yard sale at his Tarzana home. He posted his address online. He had a bunch of, like, designer stuff for sale. 
If you thought Chris Brown was canceled, you would be wrong. You probably didn't think that because Americans never really cancel anyone. They mm. just, like, True. continue to, like, problematic people. But there was, like, such a huge line wrapping around his house and his neighborhood. There were, like, helicopters filming it from above. Can we not? Like, can we just not? Yes. It's just a garbage person having yeah. a yard sale. Speaking of garbage people, T.I., uh, I honestly, like, don't want to engage with this at all, but just— he basically went on record. He's been doing all these interviews for uh, Rhythm and Flow, which is the Netflix show that he's on that he probably won't be on next season. <laughs> he did an interview talking about how his 18-year-old daughter, Deja, every year he goes to the gynecologist with her to make sure that she is medically still a virgin, which is not a thing. And they literally is not a thing. Like, actually not a thing. He does not understand female anatomy <laughs> at all. He previously was like, I would never vote for a female president because of her period. So like, wait, okay. what? Yeah. Anyway, T.I. still on yeah. his bullshit. Wait, wait yeah. can I just say, Cardi B, it's your time to shine. I know. Yeah. It is you your time let to shine. Let her host that show by herself. Exactly. I know. And just to cleanse our palate, uh, a lot of people have been circulating comments from celebrity dads who are good dads. Again, just the bar is really low for, for dads <laughs> in general on earth, but maybe even lower for celebrity dads. Um, but Ethan Hawke, you know, good man of the people. <laughs> I think people yes, would agree as agree. far as we know. Sinister, um, low-key good film. Yes. His comments about Maya Hawke, his daughter, went around and basically he was just like, if you act scared of, like, your daughter's sexuality and you act scared, like, basically just, like, let them make their own decisions, let her break hearts, let her get her heart broken. Like, you know, I'm there to to let her make mistakes and help her recover mm-hmm. from them. Like, that's life. So, mm-hmm. like, thank you, Ethan Hawke, for meeting that extremely low bar. Uh, <laughs> yes. I appreciate it. All right, moving on. Other celebrities still on their bullshit. Unfortunately, Pete and Kaya, the news outlets are eating this. Not our um, Kaya. Kaya Gerber. Yeah, Kaya Gerber. Uh, they were just photographed at Nobu in Malibu. Apparently, he flew across the country to take her out to dinner. And most unfortunate of all is she's been photographed with a P necklace. No, bad, bad, bad. We shall not engage. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Miley and Cody also still on their bullshit. We're talking about Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson, as if I need to say their last names. Uh, her brother, Brayson, just got married this past weekend in the Tennessee home that Miley and Liam got married in in December. That's oh, no. oh, And Cody's there. They're like dancing in the, you know, probably the hallways that <laughs> Liam once strode down. And oh. I feel sad. And we shall not engage. Oh, last God. one. Just last to round it out. It, it, this isn't even like, it's just like stupid. And I, <laughs> we all enjoy it to some extent. Come yes. on. Um, okay. So the mass Singer, the freaking <laughs> World Series decided to happen for the past two weeks, which Horrible. honestly rude. Um, because the mass Singer, was sidelined, which, bad choice, Fox, but okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, it came back for a two-hour special. Amazing. Is, so actually, never mind. Thank you. I got two hours in one week. Anyway, they they were singing again, as they do. And the first person who got revealed was Sherry Shepard, iconic View co-host, my <laughs> favorite show. I didn't know who that was. But Me as neither. soon as somebody was like, they were on The View, I was like, oh, Amelia's going to be happy. <laughs> And, and But she was, like, teasing it. And Jenny McCarthy, who also used to be on The View, was like, I know it's Sherry. I know it's Sherry. And then Sherry tweeted out being like, it's not me, duh. And then it was, it was Sherry. And Sherry, if you remember, if you are a View head, like myself, you know her iconic moment when she was like, is the world flat? I don't know. <laughs> um, and then the other person on The View, freaking Raven Simone. Oh, so there's God. at least uh, another, well, there's another View, former co-host. But, but... One cheetah girl, but I'm thinking two because I'm pretty sure that you pink flamingo think- is Adrian Bylon. <laughs> Don't people think that one's Michelle Williams, or is she a different one? I think she's a different one. That the 
The pink flamingo, if it is not Adrian Bailon, I will, like, eat my shoe. Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> there are so many spoilers for this show and theories for the show floating around online. And I respect you for not engaging with them. Thank but you. I have to tell you that Chris Daughtry was trending yesterday. And no. I was like, why is Chris Daughtry trending? I like, love Chris Daughtry. did he die? Is he problematic? <laughs> like, and then it was like, no, he's probably on The Mass Singer. Oh, People really think that he's on oh, The Mass Singer. I love that for him. Um, I know, me too. Honestly, I'm really into it. Okay, got to move on. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Next category. This week in social media. So the first one is mine. I thought this was just going to be a quick little blurb. It's actually a really rich text. So Matthew <laughs> McConaughey joined Instagram. He has 1.3 million followers and counting. So then I was like, okay, this is a nice little tidbit for the audience, for my co-host. Wait, was this faster than Jennifer Aniston or do you think she probably still beat him? Definitely beat him still. Okay. Anyway, Good. so then he has yeah. one post. I'm like, I guess I should watch this because I'm about to talk about it on a podcast. This is one of the weirder videos I've ever seen on Instagram. <laughs> Ever. Wow, that is saying something. It's really edited. He obviously had like a little production crew put this together. Wow. Um, he says it's his first venture with sharing his views in himself. He says he originally only wants to have a monologue, not a dialogue, but what? he understands that you got to have a dialogue too. So he's like blabbing on, like making no sense. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, I hope this finds you well. I hope, you know, it tickles your funny bone if it makes you think a second, oh. if it makes your heart swell up a little bit, if it makes you take a quiet moment and go for a walk and check in. With the M and the E, me. Wow. Stop. <laughs> and he said, let's have some fun with it, though. Let's keep the high eye, not the low eye. What? I don't know what any of it means. What is He's going- so odd. What does it mean? I have no idea. I truly have no <laughs> answers for you. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of the Jessica Chastain, like, dub remix of a <laughs> horse eating her boob. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Celebrities do less on Instagram. This is wild. I don't do get less. It. Okay, I guess we shall move on. All right. Also, uh, to just taking over <laughs> social media this week, OK Boomer uh, is oh the new response that the teens have, which honestly, the teens are probably done with it now that we've yeah. kind of latched onto it. But basically, it was like this huge controversy <laughs> where all the olds got mad because <laughs> the teens were like, every time anyone old said anything, the Gen Z would be like, OK Boomer, which is honestly just great. It's yeah. a great phrase. Yeah. Yeah, it fits yeah, yeah. any context. Yeah. The millennials have already ruined it because there are all these things pieces <laughs> written about it. People are like, OK Boomer is dividing generations. What does it mean? That's a <sighs> think piece from NBC. Um, somebody like did a thread where they're like, okay, Boomer is like the N-word now. And they were like, okay, you're it's what? absolutely not. Like that is the wor- dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's honestly like, really kind of controversial now, but the teens don't even want it anymore because we've taken it. Anyway, I'm in on okay, Boomer. Actually, I like it a lot. Me too. Let the teens run wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Why not? <laughs> okay, next one. Um, another person who is going wild on Instagram. Great follow, honestly. Uh, John Travolta, <laughs> who I... Honestly, I enjoy John Travolta. I loved him. Grease was one of my favorite movies, like, growing Mm -hmm. up. Anyway, he just did an iconic impression. This might be content just for myself. I don't know. (laughs) Because he did—he's, like, promoting this Meet and Grease movie sing-along in Florida that he's doing. And so he was, like—he went to Instagram. He's, like, in Australia. And he's, like, Woo, Sandy, it's Danny Zuko. I thought you were in America, but you're still in Australia. <laughs> Kaya's dying. <laughs> he literally says it like that, though. And it's just, I, he, I'm oh, looking at God. his face. And he, first of all, he's like bald as an egg. <laughs> yeah, he's got this like beard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's like 60. <laughs> How far he's fallen. Oh, this is really why tough. is he so bald? <laughs> <laughs> he is really bald. He's so bald that that must be a choice. <laughs> All right, we got to pull it together. Pull it together. All right, all right. Also on Instagram, 
wild and out. This week, uh, my favorite thing to, to track is the uh, the One Direction scale of success, which has been really interesting lately because everyone's trying to like get their stuff out before Harry Styles takes sure. over. So Liam Payne, three days ago, came out with his um, Hugo Boss partnership. He's extremely naked on Instagram with Stella Maxwell. What? Which, honestly, I'm like, oh. Just Stella Maxwell in general is also a choice because I'm like, she has dated like every woman yeah. in Hollywood and like is not interested in Liam Payne. <laughs> um, but he's just extremely naked and it's a really tough look because like an hour after he posted this, Harry Styles was like, here's my new album. It's coming out. And it's going to be really good. Um, but you do you, Liam Payne. Um, and I also wanted to note, obviously I'm very excited about this Harry Styles album, but he's releasing it on December 13th, which happens to be Taylor Swift's 30th birthday. Thoughts? Whoa! Is that shade? Ooh. Is it a coincidence? He has to know, right? He has to? Uh, maybe. What's the uh, Venn diagram of Taylor Swift fans and Liam Payne fans? Is it like 100% this, overlap? Where like, this, this is, is Harry Styles. Styles. Oh, Harry Styles. Yeah. Oh, so then Taylor. Yes. Yeah. And oh. they still have like, are you back on Liam? Wait, and I'm so sorry, but this face looks like he's been it's really dead bad. and dried in the desert for like it's really <laughs> tough. three days. But yeah. also kind of my take is like Liam Payne, handsome guy, really ripped. Like be sure. a model. You don't need to be a singer. Yeah. yeah. You can just do this for the rest of your life. Honestly, it's fine. Yeah. Agreed. Next category, tea time streaming racks. You guys, it's November. It's getting colder. More time to stay inside. Nice. You know, watch TV. Yeah. Here are tea time streaming recommendations for this month. Kate, start us off. Okay, we talked a lot about holiday watching, holiday viewing. My take is that rather than watch like a Christmas movie or a new Christmas show, like Netflix has a bunch of those, my favorite holiday viewing is to go back and watch like the seasonal episodes Mm. of popular TV shows. Mm -hmm. Bob's Burgers, Can't Be Beat, always has great Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. episodes, great Christmas episodes, great Halloween episodes, although we're past that. Also, Gilmore Girls, Thanksgiving episodes, amazing. Nothing can beat Connecticut Fall, right? Nothing, I know. Friends, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. episodes, anyone, the turkey on the head. Yeah. I mean, come on. The, the Office does great Christmas episodes. The, the Christmas parties, <laughs> iconic. They're really so good. Yeah. All, basically, all the shows that like people are obsessed with rewatching, yeah. like, Office, Parks and Rec, etc. Just the Christmas and like seasonal episodes are always yeah. extremely good. Just go back yes. and rewatch those. You'll feel great. You'll be happy. Also on holiday viewing... The Great British Bake Off has a holiday special. I figured I was like breaking this news to Amelia, but I was not. She's well, already watched it. Actually, you are. Um, because no, the new one? Well, because I didn't know this was the British Bake Off. I just watched like some janky American version with Duff the Cake Dude. Tough. And I was like, no. get out of my not TV screen. Like, this is not okay. No. So I. So there is a, a holiday edition of Bake Off <sighs> coming wow. where the British oh. people are nice to each other and oh just my. bake holiday food. Oh! And honestly, like, it doesn't get any better. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right, one more thing. Billy on the Street is on Netflix now. I used to be really into Billy on the Street, even as someone who, like, struggles with secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but I just have to note that Chris Evans was on this week, and it could not have been more boring. Chris really? Evans said three words. He ran around behind Billy, laughed at Billy, and, like, did nothing. It's because Billy literally never lets anyone else speak. That is also true and that's part of his charm. I love, I love Billy. But I was like, Chris, yeah. like, make a joke. Yeah. You know? Plus, those videos go super viral. You would think he'd like really want a little really sound bite. Mm-hmm. No, he just laughed and ran. Down. Nice uh, my streaming recommendations, there's two <laughs> and I'm really behind the times on both of these. Just watched uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for the Oof. first time about a year and change okay. late. Uh, which I like to be in like the ring of guys. I never watch anything on time. But then I deep dove on Sean Fennessy's Twitter to like get his Into the Spider-Verse thoughts. Nice. Amazing movie. It's on Netflix. It's animated and I'm not a huge fan of the Marvel Universe 
or animated movies, <laughs> but it's really, really good. It's Jake just Johnson. objectively great. Yeah, Jake it's Johnson, so amazing. Nicholas Cage is in there, and I'll watch anything with Nicholas Cage. It's in it. a beautiful movie. It's great. Uh, my second recommendation is Terrace House. Again, I'm super behind on the times. This originally aired in 2012, but it's this gigantic reality TV franchise from Japan, and then of course Netflix commandeered it. I've only watched the most recent Netflix season, the 2019-2020 Tokyo season, but it's amazing. It's like Big Brother and Love Island, but polite, and there's no yelling, and the drama is, like, actually discussed and talked through in a really, uh, like, really healthy way. It's six strangers, three women, three men living in a house. They all can, like, go and have outside lives and jobs, but still date and get to know each other in the house. And then you're watching it with a crew of hosts who are, like, famous icons in Japan, just, like, you know, like a whole slew of pop culture people discussing Mm -hmm. the episode with you as you watch. So you each watch, like, seven minutes, and then they, like, chat about the scene. It's really great. It's one of the only reality shows I also like because, like, my secondhand embarrassment doesn't flare up. Because it's so chill. It's so Everyone is so refined. It's very soothing. Yes, very soothing viewing. Okay, Amelia, finish this off. So, Rick and Morty, which I know uh, there's a decent amount of you who don't like that show, which I I understand. It's coming back this Sunday, so I've been re-watching past episodes. I know I'm canceled, whatever, whatever, but just, (laughs) I just, it's a, I don't know. I like it. I I happen to have a thing for problematic animated TV shows. Like, yeah, unfortunately, I love, I love Rick and Morty as well. And Rick and Morty's funny. I can't help it, guys. Yeah. Chris Evans also won't stop tweeting about Rick and Morty, and I'm, uh, I'm struggling with it. But I'm glad go. that you're okay with it. I, yeah, I it makes know. me feel yeah. better. Okay, next category. This is the happiest one in Tea Time history. I cannot wait to discuss all of these things. This is Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever, and it's 100% good news, people. Amazing. It's great news. We've definitely never done this before. Never. (laughs) This is the first time. It's exciting. This isn't—I mean, they have a relationship, but it's not like a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. It's Dakota Johnson and her stepdad, or I I guess, would he be a former stepdad? Because— her yes. mom, Melanie Griffith, yeah, broke they, up. yeah, right. Um, Antonio Banderas. Uh, apparently, she was paying tribute to him for an award at the Hollywood Film Awards in Los Angeles this past weekend, and. It's just, like, the most beautiful. She was just, like, when I was six years old, my mother married a man who brought an unbelievably bright light in a whole new world of creativity and culture and one remarkably magical little sister into our family. And she just, like, praises him and is just, like, you know, he loved my mother and my siblings so much and we have this great relationship, you know. And he and then he was, like, yes, Dakota is my daughter and, like, you know, she's such a great older sister. And, like, Melanie and I aren't together anymore but she's still my best friend it was just like that is the perfect we should all be like I want to be like the Griffith Banderas family (laughs) I say that often in my family we talk about that all the time (laughs) Um, other really great parenting this is such a nice palate cleanser from the horrible parenting we discussed at the top of the episode Katie Holmes was on the cover of Shape magazine and she's talking about growing up with Surrey because Tom Cruise I probably can't even like without a like a Scientology beam striking me dead. Can't say anything bad. He's probably most likely been out of the picture for Suri's like yeah. majority or her entire life. Anyway, so she was saying she's grown up with Suri. She says I was happy to become a mom in my twenties. It's been nice that our ages fit. She goes, how do I put this? Every age that my child has been and my age at that time has been a really good match. We grew up together. Such a sweet, so beautiful, cute. it's just those two against the world and against the scary world of Scientology. And she was talking about, like, them working out. She's like, I don't pressure her at all. Sometimes oh. our routines match up, and we kind of do it together. But 
She doesn't make her work out with her. It's just a beautiful relationship. Thank God Suri has Katie Holmes. Thank goodness. Truly. All right. Also thrilling, Keanu Reeves, just the internet's favorite man, I would say. Yeah. It is, at least temporarily, I think forever, off the market. He showed up at the LACMA Art and Film Gala this weekend with his girlfriend, Tea Time approved, non-actress, artist, Alexander Grant. Keanu is 55. Alexander Grant is 46. So there's a nine-year age gap, but like all things considered, like very age-appropriate relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. She's super cool. She's like an artist. She's got like this cool gray hair. She's really tall, which I appreciate. Me too. And basically like they have been really close for a long time. Apparently they've only recently started like officially, officially dating. Um, but she looks like Helen Mirren kind of. She kind of <laughs> does. Yeah, like a young Helen Mirren. But they, like, collaborated on all sorts of, like, artistic and, like, business ventures before. And now they're dating. And I just love it. It's just You love to see wonderful. it. Wonderful. Do I need to get, like, a LACMA membership? I feel like it's really the place to be. I know. Maybe. Emma Watson was on the December cover of British Vogue. And she was talking about how she's turning 30. There's, like, this immense pressure at that age to, you know, have a husband, a baby, a house, be settled down, all this stuff. She's like, there's so much anxiety. She never believed the whole I'm happy, like, I'm happy to be single spiel. So she says, it took me a long time, but I'm very happy being single now. I call it being self-partnered, which the internet grabbed and held on to and tweeted up a storm because celebrities are kind of known to coin these terms like conscious uncoupling (laughs) and be like, that's whatever. Like you live in a bubble. This isn't real. Mm -hmm. But so people were quick to make fun of this, to be self-partnered. I think there's something beautiful about it, not to be cheesy, but it was summed up really well by comedian Sarah Schaefer on Twitter. She says, Emma Watson using the term self-partnering sounds like someone who's reframing negative thinking to gain a kinder relationship to herself. But we should definitely tear her apart. Can't let anyone get too cocky on Keanu Reeves isn't dating a 22-year-old bikini model day. (laughs) Which is true. Yep. People are praising Keanu Reeves for like dating a woman who's not 20. The bare minimum. (laughs) Emma Watson is happy being single. Everyone's like, hello, Watson. (laughs) People, we got to be happy. You're right. Last one I'm really happy for is Kristen Stewart. Kind of dove headfirst into this relationship. Her and her girlfriend, Dylan Meyer, who has only been dating for three months, but she can't fucking wait to propose to her, according to this interview with Howard Stern. She says, I have a couple of plans that are just the coolest things to do. I'm really impulsive. I don't know when it's going to be, but I can't fucking wait. We're happy for her. We're trepidatious because she kind of has yo-yoed a little bit back Mm -hmm. and forth between her ex and prior relationships. But, you know, when you know, you know, people. So (laughs) uh, she says she's going to propose in L.A. because they both, quote, love L.A. and are both, quote, scumbags. Sure. But we're happy for them. We're happy. (laughs) There we go. Wow. I feel great. Tough transition now into Not Worth the Tea, but we persist. Kate? It's a relatively lighthearted Not Worth the Tea. We got all the problematic stuff up top, so this is chill. All right, the Met Gala theme was announced today. I was really excited about it. You know I love the Met Gala. The theme is called About Time, Fashion, and Duration. (laughs) Boring. And so then I was like, okay, who are the co-chairs? Obviously, last year we had Harry Styles, Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga, Serena Williams. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, like, at least there will be some good people, right? Uh, Nicholas Gasquer, who's uh, Louis Vuitton. So, mm-hmm. like, not you know my thing with Louis Vuitton. Yes, I'm like, I do. Yeah. Maybe stop making ugly clothes. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda, because when you think fashion, you think <gasps> oh. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Will, but will he come with a song and dance number on yes. that red carpet? Yes, they could not stop oh, wow. him from doing that, unfortunately. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Emma Stone, meh. Obviously, Louis Vuitton, like, goes hand in hand. Anna Wintour. And then Meryl Streep. Which, like, I love okay. Meryl. Yeah. But, like... 
bad year for her to jump in on. She should have done a different year. Is she the most high-fashion person? No. No. You know, I'm like, this I'm just like a strike on all counts, honestly, yeah. I have to say. Next thing, not worth the tea, is <laughs> this is probably coming just from a point of jealousy. There's nothing wrong with this, but <laughs> Reese Witherspoon apparently was on the Graham Norton show, and she said she kept her entire costume wardrobe from, not the first one, but from Legally Blonde 2, which is an important note, because when she first said this, I was like, oh my God, Legally Blonde, you know, the first movie is absolutely iconic. You got the bikini and all these like pink pantsuits for the first time, but it's Legally Blonde too. So not sure, never watched that movie. Don't know how (laughs) iconic uh, that closet is. But yeah, she has 77 pairs of Jimmy Choo's that she just doesn't wear, that she just kept. She kept, she wrote it in her contract to keep her entire Damn. costume wardrobe. Honestly, I respect wow. that. I respect I that too. a lot. Especially since celebrities are always like, I took this one key from the wardrobe of a closet in the back and that was my piece from the set, you know? Yeah. She kept the entire fucking thing. I love that, actually. <laughs> okay, next one. All right, Macklemore of thrift shop fame. Love that. <laughs> he is pivoting. Uh, obviously, the rap thing was working out for him and recently has not. <laughs> He's pivoting to magic. He's becoming a magician, and he will be dropping a, quote, first-of-its-kind album that combines his love for hip-hop and magic. Um, He uploaded a costume of himself, or excuse me, a picture of himself in a wizard costume on Instagram, and basically was like, contest alert, like, I'm releasing the first-ever magic rap album, and you guys get to pick the name. He said, I'll select the best one, and whoever wins gets a free dog. In parentheses, I pick the dog, and I get to name it, though. That's fair. Good luck. I'm literally doing the white guy blinking meme right now. Yeah. (laughs) So people had suggestions like Ghetto Gandalf, Magic Mac, Hogwarts Dropout, (laughs) Dumblemore. That's my personal favorite. (laughs) And first ever Magic Rap album. Not that creative. Can we talk about what a Magic Rap album is? Is it all of Magic visual? I'm going to say that um, I have no idea and I don't really want to know. They're called illusions for (laughs) a reason. (laughs) Right. I'm actually extremely confused how he's going to pull this off. Am I intrigued? Maybe. Sure. He's got you. He's, this is what he wanted. However, uh-huh. I would say another problematic dumb TV show that I enjoy, Workaholics, they did some magic and rapping. Did, did they? they? Yeah, it was so, like a wizard. and they. Yeah. So wow. he's wrong. Maybe actually. he's not a pioneer of the magic <laughs> rap movement. So. I don't all. think so. Wow. wow. All right. Next up, Amelia. Hit it. <sighs> okay. So James Dean, who died in 1955. He's coming back to life through the help of CGI because that's what we do now. That is what we do now. Thanks, Martin Scorsese. You know what? Yeah, now I'm mad at you too. Um, You can be mad at Marvel. I'm mad at you. There you go. That's Um, only fair. So he's going to be CGI'd into a new movie (laughs) involving dogs and the war. And they got the rights from his family, which I think is a little messed up that his family would be like, okay, sure. Yeah, that's a cash grab from his family, honestly. Totally. Um, I just want to say this is called Finding Jack, and it's based on the existence and abandonment of more than 10,000 military dogs at the end of the Vietnam War. This is the movie that they're CGIing James Dean into, the starring role. Of all the choices. Also, I feel like Tea Time's Darkest Corner is tech and like where (laughs) we're headed. And unfortunately, I have to talk about that a bit later in this category. Another Black Mirror (gasps) episode. Scary. I don't want to see James Dean in that. Put a romance movie with. Totally. Someone cool. Like Jennifer <laughs> like Lawrence. That. With Jennifer Lawrence and James Dean <laughs> in a movie together. Wow. 
no transition for this one. Billie Eilish has a mullet now. <laughs> and it was debuted when she attended the LACMA Art and Film Gala in LA. Another LACMA. I know. It's the Seriously, same event. Someone signed this up. Um, so she's got her classic neon green roots and then really shaggy mullet-esque black hair. Everyone was like, Pretty cool. I thought, pretty cool. Apparently, this is a total accident, and it's a result oh. of a bad dye job. TMZ, like, caught her and filmed her, and she was like, someone dyed it, burned half of it <gasps> off, and now it's just regrowing. She's oh. like, I'm definitely trying to grow that shit out. It is not on purpose. So Embrace the mullet, Billy. She looks great. It's totally her style. I like it, too. It's like a cool shag, kind of. I mean, you have neon green roots. Like, right. You're yeah. not, like, the picture of elegance. Like, it's fine. How dare you? I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> I, I, that reminds me of, I don't know how big on ANTM, America's Next Top Model, you guys were, but, like, Huge. Tyra would make them get makeovers. Uh-huh. And there was one girl who, like, burnt her scalp. That happened at least twice. It was insane. They really play fast and loose with those hairstyles. <laughs> and they ruined, like, several women's heads. <laughs> One woman, like, broke out in, like, SARS or something. Yeah, they would give them, like, a weave, and it would be, like, falling off their head. It was like, she has a flesh-eating bacteria now. How did we get here? Okay, we're we're getting it back. Two more. Two more things. The Mona Lisa is canceled. Uh, Cancel culture comes for us all, and it's come for her. There was a think piece in the New York Times about how it's time to take down the Mona Lisa because it the traffic that it creates in the Louvre is, like, literally, like, it, it— just shuts down that entire area mm-hmm. of the museum. People can't see it. They can't take a picture of it. Basically, the people really latched onto it's time to take it down. And they were <laughs> like, like, we're done with the Mona Lisa. The point of the piece is like, let's just build it its own showcase. Like, mm. let's put it in like a pavilion or like yeah. put it somewhere where people can kind of come in and out and like more easily see it. Sure. But it was all about like the incredible foot traffic that this little tiny kind of ugly painting creates. So sorry to the Mona Lisa. Um, I agree with this though. Hate crowds. Get very scared of them. And yeah, put it in its own put place. Because it, it is yeah. horrible being in the Louvre and you're like yeah. surrounded by It's people. fine. It's like I want to see Starry Night. I don't want to see Mona Lisa and there I don't want to cut through all of these crowds. Agreed. Last one in Not Worth the Tea and this is assigned by my enemy Kate Hallowell. <laughs> a Russian startup will build you a robot that looks like anyone. So according to the mm. New York Post, this Russian startup is selling autonomous robots which buyers can choose to make like any look like any person on earth. The chairman of the board said this. This is the scariest part. (laughs) Everyone will now be able to order a robot with any appearance for professional or personal use. Nope. Thus, we open a huge market for service, education, and entertainment. Imagine a replica of Michael Jordan selling basketball uniforms and William Shakespeare reading his own texts in a museum. Obviously, this is not what people are going to use it for. People use it for evil, not (laughs) good. Exactly. I'm very scared. This could get in the hands of someone evil. And we could have, like, clones of, like, where does it stop? Right. That's how I feel. I want to see, like, it's like the wax, like, the Madame Tussauds that are, like, really horrible. It's like that's going to be this. Here's two pieces of good news. One, they cannot walk, thank God. (laughs) And it only has eight hours of battery life. So you can't take over the world with only eight hours before recharging. I feel better. Okay. We're ending this week's episode with a hefty category, mostly from me. Got a lot of questions this week. This is Tea Time's most unanswerable question, expanded edition. I have one question. Liz has 10. Yes. Um, So we're going (laughs) to kick this off. Casey Musgraves announced that she's doing a Christmas special for Amazon. Celebs love a Christmas special. I also kind of love a Christmas special, but they're hard to get right, I Mm -hmm. think. And she announced the lineup. She's got Dan Levy, Fred Armisen, Leon Bridges, Camila Cabello, James Corden, Lana Del Rey, Zoe Deschanel, Troy Sivan, The Rockettes, and her grandmother. But most notably, a lot of these people obviously are singers. She's going to do duets with them. Mm -hmm. Kendall Jenner. My question is, 
what does Kendall Jenner bring to a musical Christmas special? And she was like the leading name right. on all these announcements. Right. Why? Good question. I have only seen her act besides in like the 15 seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians in Lil Dicky's music video, you know, right. about the, I don't, she's saying some inappropriate likes <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, she's not a very good actress at all. And I gotta imagine she's not a good singer. So like what, is she gonna just walk through? Is she gonna talk to Casey? Is she gonna? I don't know. I don't like this friendship either. Stay I away. I don't like yeah. it either. Well, and also remember when she tried speaking and reading a teleprompter yes. at like the Billboard Awards? And it she's didn't like, go well. It did not go well. Their debut on the Billboard 200 number two this summer. And now we welcome one. <laughs> Guys, I'm the worst reader. Um, <laughs> they're only getting bigger. Take a look. And also, like, maybe she's going to read her Pepsi apology. I don't, I don't know. Wow. I honestly, <laughs> As a I piece of art. That. I'm into that. I'm back on board, actually. Okay. All right. Liz. Are we ready for mine? We're ready. So ready. I was originally going to put this and make everyone investigate it. Instead, I narrowed it down to just 10 questions about Katy Perry's Egyptian birthday getaway. Okay, so last Friday, it came out that she celebrated her 35th birthday mm. with a 10-day trip with 64 <laughs> friends. <laughs> her 64 of her closest friends. Right. They lived in a boat for 10 days. Horrible. Went a down boat. the Nile. What? And then included people like Orlando Bloom and mm. his mom, sweet. her stylist, and like a bajillion other people. Here are my questions. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with number one. Okay. Summer operational. We're going to start with those first. The last couple are more just like existential. Sure. What does it mean questions? Okay. One. How much did this cost? Did Katy Perry front this entire operation? Obviously, right? Orlando's Amazon show is not bankrolling this oh, operation. Millions? This is all Katy. Millions of dollars funding 64 people down the Nile? Yes. She's okay. getting those residual checks from Teenage Dream, yeah, it's honestly. it's still the Teenage True. Dream. Money. Yeah. Two. How many bathrooms are on the boat for 64 people? How many bathrooms are able to be on a boat, you know? That can fit down the Nile. Right. Because this is not the, the Atlantic Ocean. Big. This is okay, not the Atlantic it's Ocean. It's like a creek. <laughs> okay, sure, sure, sure. So I'm going to say over 10? Yes. Because these people I are high think profile. They all, they all have bathrooms in their rooms. You think there are 60? Oh, oh, no, I think they're doubled up. I think it's like a yacht, right? I was going to say, like is a it yacht. a yacht? That's a third question. What are the specifications of this boat that they lived on? It has to be a or, yacht. Or, you know, my parents are on a European cruise, so I guess I guess you can put boats down like rivers. <laughs> um, but, so a cruise ship? Maybe. A little cruise, cruise ship? Like it's a tiny a miniature yacht. Leads me to question number four. Are these people in bunk beds? Have you no. seen no. a cruise are you sure? <laughs> 64 bedrooms? Although this well, was like a finding yourself thing, yes. wasn't it? Wait, yes. We'll, get to, like we'll get to that. To, yeah. So maybe they are like roughing it a little bit. Maybe that's part of the experience. Just well. think about the suitcases alone. I mean, how big is this boat? It's got to be huge. No way they're bunk beds. Well, okay. Remember from this past summer where she was getting out of a dinghy and it was embarrassing? Right. On David Geffen's yacht. <laughs> maybe she borrowed David maybe Geffen's borrowed- yacht. Oh, Maybe. Honestly, like jam session would now we should ask. Them. Yeah, we should. Five. Do you think anyone paid a dime? Like, you think they went to a bar? You know, they like went off the boat for a night, and someone was like, "Katie, please let me grab this bar check." Yes. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Six. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Was the whole concept of the trip? Because obviously, all these people didn't know each other. Mm. Each meal, you have to talk to someone new. Literally, my nightmare. For ten days, every meal. So it's like a 
it's enforced. Like she's yes. saying, oh, you you talk to that person. New part time. This is like like a bad version of <laughs> camp where you have to interact with people. Because you know how you latch mm. on to pe- like three people and you're right. like, these are my people on this trip if I can get through two weeks sure. of summer camp. You can't have that. Do you think people were like going for Orlando? Like, you know, like uh, he was here like a hot commodity true, true, at true. dinner? True, true, uh, true. Good be. networking. Sure. A little sadder. Uh, how does one scrape together 64 people to celebrate your birthday? <laughs> I couldn't, certainly. <laughs> no, I'd be That's true. inviting people I hated, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I would not have 64 people either. Do you think there are any fights? Yes. Close yes. quarters. Yes. 10 days on a boat, for sure. You think it was around Katie, or you think it was like the squabbles of the— Inner mo- squabbles. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Would you live on a boat down the Nile with Katie Perry for 10 days and like 60 other people? Yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, my last question. Who do you think had the most amount of fun and who do you think had the least amount of fun on this trip? I think the poorest person there had the most amount of fun. Oh, totally. Whoever's there just like as a plus one. Like the um, assistant of the assistant. Right, like her stylist's sister's boyfriend who Mm -hmm. like got pulled in. I think they had the most amount of fun. Least amount of fun, Orlando Bloom. Really? Was going to say the same thing. He has had to put up with her bullshit for however long. Yeah. He probably was like, God damn it. Like, I can't believe I have to do this. Wow. Okay, Amelia, those are your same answers? I think so. And whoever is taking her photos, you know, because they're doing the personal documentation. Right. Like, okay, can I have some food? Like, can I have some champagne? Yeah, I you was know? gonna say least most amount of fun is Orlando Bloom's mom, maybe. You know, Chip what? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And also, she probably set that woman up with like the nicest oh, quarters. You You're know, right. she did. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, their wife Deb. She's got to treat her well. Can I ask two questions? Yes, please. please. Okay. One was Cara Delevingne invited with Ashley Benson? No, we mm. would have known if she was. That's true. Right. That's true. Okay. And two. Did you see that picture that she posted where she's like in the water and she's this like, is Katie? "This is yeah, yeah," and she's like, "This is thirty-five or something." No. I didn't, but now I will look it up immediately. I honestly thought it was Rita Ora at first. I was like, <laughs> "What's Rita your question?" Great. No, that was uh, sorry. That was more of a comment. That was more of a comment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, very confused about this, you guys. You know, if you have any other questions, I'm sure I have uh, more about this. So tweet us, sure. Yes, tea time underscore thirty three. Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. and I'm Amelia. Weber. 